Stella Belafonte here, and thank you for joining me at my table on this Tuesday for another tasty top pick. We're going to have an appetizer because I'm greedy. Then there's the main course, which is what brought you here in the first place. And we'll end things with a sweet dessert. Boy, have I ever. I hope you're hungry. Enjoy. Is it me? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Maybe I am. Am I the villain? I don't think I'm the villain. tasters welcome to a tasty topic tuesday i am your host stella belafonte if i sound a bit muffled it's because i am sitting here with a mask this is the first time that i will not be at a table for one in the past two or three episodes today i have a special guest a very special guest my friend my girl my roly for life k Introduce yourself, Kay. Say hey. Hey. Yes. How you doing, Tasty? Okay. Well, this is my girl, Kay. And today, what we are going to have is a buffet. And today, the buffet is going to be all about the drama and owning up to your own missteps as a woman. Now, drama is what brought us here to the table today. So, we're just going to get right into it. So, Kay, let everybody know how we met, who you are to me. Let's go. Tell your business. I will tell it. I will tell it. So, um, me and Ms. Belafonte met about 10 years ago. I was 30. She was 35 through a mutual friend. Just give it up. Give it up. Mutual friend of mine, um, of ours, actually. And I'll be quite honest with you and say that it was um, very strange how me and that mutual friend met um, but it's uh, something to remember and I think that's kind of what solidified our relationship up until today um, and um, I just want to say that you know um, we go way back Okay, um, I'm going to cut Kay off because she's being very humble about the situation. Okay. I know, I'm acting all. Yes, again, this is my girl, my roly, my dog for life. We're going to be real. Um, a funny thing happened. She was actually the ex-shorty of one of my male besties. And we came together because of that. My male best friend is a good dude. You know, he, he has his own dating patterns. Things work, things don't work. And they may not have worked in a relationship, but they worked as people. They worked as human beings. And Kay worked right into our lives and remains. Yes. She's a good person and we love her. And she's not going anywhere through thick or thin. And I want to thank my male bestie for bringing me into her life. Thank you, bestie. Okay. <laughs> but while we're here today, Kay and I have not seen each other since the start of the pandemic in 2020. Yes. And I have to be honest, I thought for a long time that there was something that I had done right. or something that I had said that made her stay away from me for as long as she did. And apparently, look, me being me, you know, sometimes we make it all about ourselves. Right. And I've been through, you know, so much back and forth and emotional ups and downs with friends that I take everything personal. It's like, honestly, tasters, Kay ghosted me. <laughs> she left me. As a matter of fact, she ghosted me my birthday in 2020. Not I had a purpose. Zoom birthday party <laughs> in 2020. Wait, that was yeah, exactly. Uh, listen, oh, I had man. a Zoom birthday party <laughs> in 2020 uh, because nobody could be around each other. You know, we, we didn't want to die. We didn't know how this COVID shit was happening. And um, I had a damn Zoom party. And um, I don't know, after my Zoom party, I guess, you know, I wasn't the life of the party that I thought I was. And Kay just disappeared on me. I ain't hear from her no more. I might have heard from her once. And... Uh, Actually, you know what? I'm going to tell it like it is. Yeah. The day Please. after my Zoom party, 
I was in my house, look, sad, stressed out. I'm sitting in my own damn house with a mask on. I'll never forget. And I decided to take a shower because I was in quarantine for days. And I heard someone ring my bell. Can you recall this, Kay? It was the day after my zone party. And I just knew that somebody had the wrong bell. So I didn't answer. When I'm in the shower or sitting in the bathroom and somebody rings my bell, the first thing in my mind is somebody got the wrong bell. It ain't for me. I ain't doing it. So when I get out of my shower and check my phone, Kay leaves me a message that it was her. She came by to surprise me. And then the ghosting happened. (laughs) I replied, oh, wow. I was in the shower. Didn't know it was you. And um, never heard from her again until today, right now, at this tasty buffet. So, go ahead, Kay. Own up to your own misstep. I am. Why did you ghost me? I am. Let's go. I'm going to say that, um, you know, of course, COVID happened. You know, I was um, I was in a relationship that uh, we kind of got I kind of got stuck or trapped in, so to speak, um, due to COVID. I don't think that I wanted to be in the relationship. But long story short, I think that this relationship that I was in um, kind of had me, you know, just a little withdrawn from people, kind of isolated from a lot of uh, friends and family. Okay. Um, because. You know, Miss Belafonte is not the only one that perhaps might might say the same thing. Oh, so we all got ghosted. So we all got a, kicked it's a in lot the of ass. Yeah. Okay. Let me let were, me sip on know, my Stella Artois <laughs> to this one. Okay. So I, I'm not taking it were, personal um, anymore. No, okay. don't take it personal. There's okay. a lot of people that um, you know, that I might have been isolated from. Um, you know. Supposedly because, you know, I, I, I might have I might have internally felt embarrassed about the relationship that I was in. Um, I'm sure that um, that um, Stella knows about uh, a few situations that happened um, with our mutual friend where the dude that I was in a relationship with, you know, actually like completely went psycho on him over the phone and that was an embarrassing moment Stella knows but the audience doesn't yeah, know so the, uh, speaking so, of embarrassing moments so the embarrassing yeah, moment could you, could you give was, one of the most not even here to embarrass you because okay, no, no, we're no, talking no. about drama and missteps and owning up to your own missteps now my girl was um, ghosted me to be yeah. in a relationship right. with a maniac with, with a psycho with a psycho <laughs> And um, we're, we're, this is what, um, yeah, we're definitely going to eat at this I would, buffet. I would say the drama, the misstep in that was, you know, this relationship spearheaded um, straight off of me being a, um, an alcoholic at the time. Um, <coughs> there was a lot of poor judgment that took place. Um, and although in, you know, me being a fresh mom, because y'all don't know that neither, I had a child. Yes, my girl Kay early, is a mommy, and she, she's got a pandemic, yes. baby. <laughs> the early of 2019, my, you know, my daughter, you know, she's going to be three at the end of this month, but um, to get back to my point, um, I was in this relationship with this guy that kind of forced us to be with each other uh, morning, noon, and night due to the pandemic. And um, this particular um, situation before COVID happened, um, our mutual friend called me to wish me a happy birthday, um, which I didn't think was going to be that much of a problem with um, the the person that I was involved with. However, this person um, got very angry. I will contest to the fact that perhaps liquor might have um, spearheaded that a little bit to the point where it got real crazy. Um, And... It was very embarrassing, and I think that because this person was my my friend that was calling me to wish me a happy birthday, regardless of what time it was, he still thought uh, he still thought enough of me to call to say happy birthday. This person that I was in a relationship with was not mature enough to understand that another man was not only calling me to wish me a happy birthday, but you know we hadn't spoken in a while. But still, uh, you shouldn't feel insecure because this is a friend. And um, it was just embarrassing how he embarrassed me, how he embarrassed my friend, the way he spoke to him over the phone. And I kind of like fell back from this relationship that I had, this trio relationship with my friend and um, and Stella kind of fell back because it was a, it was an embarrassing moment. And I know 
my friend keeps it real. And oh, I, yeah, I speaking of keeping it real, to... that's where I'm going to stop you. <laughs> Tasters, if you are not keeping up, my girl Kay was involved with a nigga who thought that it was okay to interfere with her phone calls yeah. and interrupt her phone calls if he felt that the phone call that was coming in would be the reason why he lost her. Right. Okay? That was definitely a misstep. And I am going to spill my emotions and opinions because that's why we're here. It's a buffet. Um, It really hurts me to know that somebody that I love was involved with a man who felt that it was okay to regulate who calls you and uh, what you talk about and to the point that it keeps you away from your friends. And I just want to say that I'm so sorry that you experienced that. But sitting here right now is proof that you are out of it. And I'm glad and I, for that. I am too. I commend myself because it took a while. Because I think I even got um, a little naive to a point where, I, where at some, in some tragic way, um, I was tragic. convincing myself that this was normal. Like, you know, this is what relationships go, go through. And that was because... I felt like um, I've never ever had a monogamous relationship right. with someone, and this was the longest standing relationship I've ever had in my life. It felt like love. I, it felt like love, but I knew that love doesn't come with um, a fist. It doesn't right. come with um, being, you know, talked down to. It doesn't come with um, someone it making abusive. you feel. It, it became very toxic, very abusive, and alcohol played a very very vital role in that right and so i want to say you know to you um my friend as well as my other friend that's not here that you know i do apologize for the distance Um, i did not want to be isolated but the relationship became very possessive um this person would not let me you know (laughs) go to the store without his presence right this person would not allow me to um go to the bathroom with, with without listening in on the door to see if I was texting someone else. Um, I've had moments where this person has went into my phone, saw text messages. My phone was connected to my daughter's iPad. The messages go from the iPad to the iPhone. And he was reading back messages to me, sending them to himself, calling my baby father numerous amounts of times or any other male friend that I had in my life that still wanted to keep in contact with me. He would call. He would assume that I was fucking these people. How could these men be your friend? You had to have fucked them at some point or another. And my thing was, I'm a woman. You're a man. Mm -hmm. Whatever I did in my past has no concern to you whether I fucked them or not. Right. The point of the matter is, if you are a man and you're mature and you're secure about yours, you should never feel threatened by anyone that is in my past because I chose to be in a relationship with you. Well, Kay, from what I'm hearing, that's a lot of drama. Now, what I'm going to ask you as a woman and as a friend, besides the alcoholism, Mm -hmm. do you think that there's anything that you did to invite that sort of drama in? Like, I remember reading a book years ago where a woman, one of the lines in the book was, never accept a man's invitation to crazy. Like, outside of the drinking, what made you accept this man's invitation to crazy? Like, there had to be some sprinkles on the cake. There had to be some some, some cherries or whipped cream on top that enticed you. They had, I'm just curious. Like, I don't I know everything. Say, was there any sort of want? I, like, what What was it that drew you in and kept you away from us? Besides, because it couldn't be all anger. I'm no, not it wasn't, gonna, it wasn't right, all, all anger. anger and fighting. I, mean, I, still was, and, I still was caught up in my own life. I was going to school. Right. You know, that I... You know that I was still working at home right. during the pandemic. Um, when I say anger on his course, part, like I just, it couldn't have been like every moment a bad I day, mean, every, every a, a moment, terrible day. Every I try, I think for me, because I was in this situation, a part of me was embarrassed. However, another part of me had to say to myself, this is my situation that I chose to be in. I have to make the best of the situation and try not to... Um, you know, invite, let's like, you know, just try to roll over today and have a good day. Right. Um, I think even 
at times I would I was working remotely, so I was always in the back room. Right. He wasn't there most of the time while I was working remotely and when I was, you know, doing classes in, in school. So there was some spread apart time. However, it still always came back to a head when all of those things are, you know, completed for the day. Those tasks are completed for the day. I had to be a mommy to my daughter. My daughter was only a couple oh, of months old. Speaking of your daughter, one thing I am going to mention, Tasters, yeah. um, Kay did let me know, you know, it's crazy and you know how life can be. As wild as this man was and as ridiculous as his behavior was, he was actually a good person in her daughter's life. Yes. Go figure. So you think, could that be a reason why you may have stayed? Because you're out of it now. I think I stayed. I think I stayed because I just had the ideal in my mind of what a family should be for my child. Okay. A family should consist of a mother and a father, not particularly her biological father, but a father figure, someone that, you know, um, she would take from his behavior and know how to pick her men when she gets older but I started to realize that the screaming and shouting in front of my child was not giving my child the best example um, as far as men was concerned I didn't think that it was healthy for my child to see that at such a such, such a young age and the right. fact that she was calling him daddy you know even outside of her own father mm-hmm. which will be a topic for another day right right um you know, I just felt like I didn't want her to, I didn't want her to miss out on having a father. Okay. But I also knew that like your this desire, wasn't a father figure for her. Your desire for family was right. that my, great. Yeah, my it desire really for family deep. was very deep. Okay. But it wasn't, it, 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 I came to the realization that it's not deep enough for me to just keep on putting up with the abuse. Okay. You know, I didn't, I didn't think that that was healthy. Well, this is just my opinion and yeah. we're just shooting the shit because we're... buffet and I feel like you are such a trooper a trooper a warrior woman and even strong I know black women say they don't want to be called strong anymore right but friend Kay you had to be strong because you got out from under a maniac (laughs) honestly um talk about owning up to your missteps let's talk about some of the outrageous behavior like what was one of the final straws that snapped that camel's hump. I think, I, I kind of remember you mentioning something about this nigga laying out in front of your vehicle yeah. in the middle of the street. What, 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 yeah, what the that, fuck was that about? Well, that happened in, that happened in 2019 after, uh, you know, a friend of mine called me for my birthday who, whom happened to be a male called me for my birthday and um, obviously he, you know, my partner wasn't pleased with this call because I don't know if it was the call came at 11 o'clock at night. I don't know if it was because the caller was a male. It was a happy birthday um, call but from this a, was a happy somebody birthday call in your from past. Someone in my past. Just a simple and happy birthday. A simple happy birthday. I didn't want to, you know, let the day, the night go by without calling to wish you a happy birthday. I hope you enjoy yourself. And this man completely spiraled out of control. Out of control. He grabbed the phone from me. He started going off on the man on the phone without knowing who the person was. To even say he might have heard of the person um, in conversation that perhaps I might have told him about. Um, It was just crazy. And then I remember... Gosh, I remember it was pouring rain. We was around the corner from Madison Square Gardens. Of course, I didn't want to stand there and continue to be embarrassed. And right. it was raining. I was looking beautiful. On your birthday. It was my birthday. It I was looked very nice. Birthday tasters. I went to go pick up my car from the, um, the, the parking lot. He was wherever he was, storming off with an attitude. I got in my car. I quickly was getting heading on my way down 34th Street towards the, the FDR Drive to go home and go about my business. Next thing you know, his mama called. Oh, um, so-and-so is trying to figure out where you're at. Listen, lady, I am going home. Your son just completely embarrassed me in the street. It's pouring rain. I want to get back to my daughter. My birthday is ruined. I just had want no parts. And for the life of me... 
I just was like, okay, let me just be nice and I'm not trying to leave nobody child in the street. You're Take considering them this just, grown man right, a yeah, child I'm in just, the street. Right. I'm just, I'm, I, okay. I'm just going to go get this person, bring them home, mm-hmm. and just a go about my step. business. Night, night is over. Right. Guess it wasn't over for this person because this person literally was so upset to the point where they got down in front of my car in the middle of the street in the pouring rain and literally was on some I'm not moving and I could not believe it this man on your birthday Mm -hmm. in anger because you got a phone call Mm -hmm. a happy birthday phone call from a man from your past and I laid out mm -hmm. in the middle middle of the street street, in front of your car yes on the ground yes yeah yeah I know that that is really dramatic that it, what what was your next step? Did you put the key my, in the ignition? My, my, I, I was already like in my foot was on the brake. Oh, my car was already in it. Not the gas. The, okay. Yeah, my foot was on the brake. My car was in drive. And in drive. On like, the brake. Listen, my God. And it just was like next thing you know, the police are coming across the street. The, he tells the police officer, "Hey, this lady tried to run me over." The, and and mind you, we're drink. We just came from drinking, so you know. On my end, I'm like, oh my god, I don't want the police to smell no alcohol on my breath because the next thing you know, that's a DWI, right? DUI. You know what I'm saying? That's gonna cost me a lot. Um, I remember a little bit time after that. I guess they, you know, I just was like, officers, no problem over here. That I told the man to get in the car. His mother was calling. Oh, did you get so and so? Because he's crying and and I'm just like yeah I'm, I'm just on my way and I, I just was just so upset and this is that that's not even the kicker the kicker was after we got across the Brooklyn Bridge this person still wanted to continue on with everything that he might have had planned for your birthday for my birthday as if nothing ever happened of your car right and I was just like and then. Because I agree, because I'm just like, you know what, freak it. I felt like this person was just acting like a spoiled brat and just wanted to get their way. We get to the diner, and then the next thing you know, I'm just like, I just you, was over it. I, I need to know this. I'm sorry, friend K. Yes. A grown man mm-hmm. over the age of 20 anything yeah. got angry at you yeah. for whatever reasons, laid down mm-hmm. in front of your car, through a tantrum. Yeah. And wanted to continue the night. And you felt like because he had this plan that you should continue the night. So run it by me again. You still went to the diner? I want to say that I don't think that I felt like it was deserving for for the night to, to just end with whatever he already had planned. I just, at that point, was just so upset. And I'm still like, you know, this is my day. This is my moment. And this person completely acted totally irrational over a phone call on my day. Like, who does that? Like, we could have had a conversation about this person. But you know what? I'm listening and, but to even, you. But even that, I don't, I don't feel like I need to explain to you about anybody in my past. We were not even dating that long. But this is what I'm listening to. Like this, as we're talking, this is why we're here today. This tasty topic at this buffet of emotions. It sounds really good. Like the way you're explaining it to me, what didn't make sense and it wasn't right and what he shouldn't have done. But the reality is you accepted it put this man in your car after all was said and done. This is not a judgment. This mm-hmm. is an observation. Yeah, yeah. And continue to deal with him after this. Okay, so, like I said, I just wanted to give the tasters a little bit of this maniacal behavior. Yeah. Again, that brought us to the buffet table today because it's all about owning up to your missteps. And before we go any further, I just want to say that I'm happy for you, Kay. Yeah. I'm very happy and you should feel 
proud of yourself. We don't, I don't want to keep using that word strong because I don't think it's all about strength. I feel like when you think about strong women, I think about that crazy movie that just came out on Netflix with Halle Berry Bruise, Mm. where you just got beat up and beat down and black eyes and, you know. I haven't even seen it yet. Yeah, well, good. You don't need to see it because (laughs) I, I, I don't like that kind of strength, but Again, I am glad that you got out from under it. And, you know, I will say we are at this table together today. And I'm not going to leave you to uh, sit and eat everything by yourself because I've got some missteps that I also need to own up to. I can say that in my past, you know, people look at me and say, what makes you so knowledgeable? You're like, who do you think you are? You know, the famous line is you're not married and you can't keep a man again I'll tell anybody it's because I'm very discerning and I have learned over the years to own up to my own missteps and mistakes as a woman for example I'll take it back years back about 10 years ago had a guy that I thought that I was in love with you know dude from the Bronx swaggy beautiful dark skin loved everything about this man except his attitude with others he was mean, he was nasty, he was snappy. He was really the dude where people saw him coming. It's like, yeah, don't make that nigga mad because he'll pop off on you. And I'll never forget, I was watching a movie where they sat in the movie. The way, okay, it was a couple at a restaurant and the guy popped off on the waitress and one of the staff came over to the girlfriend on the date and said, he's talking to her like that now but he'll be talking to you that way soon and I'll never forget he and I had our own date we were out together one day I don't know if it was just the look on his face something maybe the hatred the evil in his eyes that I refused to see you know the red flags that we ignore but we were sitting at a brunch table and an older woman left her date to come over to us and look at him and say don't hurt her it was like she was a, like an oracle or something, right, you right, know, right, like right, one yeah. of these witchy women. <laughs> yeah, I mean, mama style. looked at me and mm-hmm. I think she even touched me on my arm and said, don't hurt her. Mm-hmm. And I should have took heed to that, but, but I didn't. Saw something yeah, she saw she something see. in him. Mm-hmm. You know, she wasn't being mean. She wasn't being nasty. And in my mind, I was like, oh, maybe she sees the love in my eyes. And mm-hmm. now that I look back, I don't think it was that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... He and I ended up in a situation where there was always a back and forth between me, him, and his ex. The straw that broke the camel's back with us is that he told me that he had to move back home with his ex, who he had two children with, because she had a stroke. Oh, wow. Yeah, and you know what? I believed it. As ridiculous as it sounded, and none of our mutual friends seemed to know anything about this woman's stroke, but I sat in it and believed it, and um, I had a toxic friend that I'm no longer friends with telling me, of course his baby mother had a stroke. Why would he make up a lie like that? And that's going to be another tasty topic for another day. Bullshit ass friends that give you bullshit ass advice. Uh, Well, anyway, I didn't believe him. Deep in my soul, I knew it was bullshit. But I, I, I don't know. I just wanted him. You know, in my mind, his pros outweighed his cons. And even though that was like one of the wildest lies that I had ever heard, that you had to move back home with your baby mother to nurse her back to health because she had a stroke, I chose to believe it. So let's fast forward into the future. Um, Actually, you know what? We parted for a while after that because my heart couldn't take it. I'd say we parted for about six months. I ran into him in the streets we exchanged numbers again I think I had my number changed got back with the man and long story short he put his hands on me Mm. that was the end of us we got into it over some bullshit another tasty topic for another day and um, he put his hands on me and that was our last day together but I brought that situation up to say like I said you're not going to eat at this table by yourself I had to own up to my own missteps as a woman because I saw the red flags. Like, as friends, we sit around 
giggling about how we ignore the red flags and you know when you crazy about a man red flags look like six flags and you know what it's not funny no, it's not. we have to really watch these red flags we have to really keep our eyes open and then you know when shit happens not victim blaming myself but again this is why we're here owning up to our missteps lesson learned what happened with me and him will never happen again it should never happen again and if it does happen again did i learn anything right you know and i would i would say that if if you find yourself in a situation where you feel like you might repeat history mhm then i think that that's when you should automatically you know try to try to connect the emotions that you had yes to what you're feeling now and 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 once that once you you've made that instant connection you know you like remember how the bullshit made me right. feel go for the and door. make sure okay right exactly because sometimes like it can be like as subtle as you know uh, something they might say in the tone the tone in the way of which they say it or something that they might do that might remind you of something that you might have already experienced. Like, mm-hmm. You know, those are those are sure signs. Those are flags too. Like right. those, those things are flags too that sometimes we we ignore, we we look look, you know, we look over um because of the fact that we don't we don't we just feel like, well, you know, that's just a male thing. No, it's but it's not a good quality from a male. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And we can't just be accepting that Okay, this person said it like this in the past, but when this person said it, they might have said it like that. But you know, because they didn't say how this person said it, now I'm gonna be accepted. No, what they said, period, is not. It should not be accepted at all. Right, and like you said, history shouldn't repeat itself. Right, but this is no. What, you shouldn't repeat history. Right, right, right. We right. We, you shouldn't repeat. Your I own shouldn't history. repeat my own right. history. That makes a lot of sense. And um, again, the drama. You know, the yeah. whole point was. Am I the drama? I'm going to tell you, looking back, I can, I need to be real about some of the things that I feel led me to some of my worst missteps Mm -hmm. as a woman with men. Um, Childhood trauma. I grew up again with an abusive mother who didn't love me. You know, it, and I know people will probably say, well, how can you say that so easily? Because it was evident. Right. My mother didn't love me because I don't think that she ever learned to love herself. Mm-hmm. So in turn, she didn't know how to give love. She was a teen mother. And um, even though she had a really huge support system, you can have all the support right. system yeah. in the world. When you're an angry, evil, bitter, unhealed, unfixed person, you're not going to be good for anybody, no matter how many good people are around you. And I suffered because of that. I went through a cycle of abuse with my mother where it was uh, kick to kiss, back to kick. I had a mother who would uh, go upside my head. She would beat on me and then turn around and feel sorry for herself and, and treat me good right behind it. And honestly, Kay, I took that into my relationships. I found myself starting fights with men just to stir up the pot because I couldn't wait for that makeup, be it the makeup sex or, 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 or the makeup emotions that would come after a fallout, after an argument. Like, I'm not saying I deserved, ever deserved to have a man put their hands on me, but when it came to like just being mistreated, I think I actually invited it Sometimes you and I were speaking earlier mm-hmm. about promiscuity, yeah. you know, things that I know my insecurities may have led me as a younger person to allow things to happen to me sexually that I shouldn't have allowed. Again, leading back to my mother, never felt like I was pretty enough. I never felt like I, I, I was shaped well enough. In my mind, I was just this fat, beat up, just just ug mug and this was all through my mother and if this is what you're carrying in your heart about yourself Mm -hmm. you will definitely carry that into your relationships with men but taking it 
into owning up to my missteps, I get angry at myself because these are things that I knew. I knew right from wrong. I knew about the anger. I knew about, even before the word toxicity was in vogue, I knew that the behavior that I was displaying was toxic. The shit that I involved myself in was toxic. And this is what I'm owning up to. I knew better and I chose not to do better. There was so many times, Kay, that I denied counseling. Where I was going through it so bad that I had family members, friends say, well, why don't you see somebody? See a therapist, see a counselor, talk to somebody. And I would fight against it. It's like I rather wallow in the bullshit than get myself fixed. Yes, it was like a cloak around me. I actually took comfort in the drama and the mistreatment. And this is me owning up to my missteps. I need to put it out there that I'm a work in progress. Mm -hmm. And I will never allow myself to be that way again. To be able to sit and speak on it and detail it and do absolutely nothing about it. I mean, I'll, I'll add to that, Stella, and say that, you know, the topic, the topic, are are you the drama? I think that we have to really um, take a take a, a, a deep breath and a step back and really oh, analyze, <laughs> right? Analyze that because, like you just said, sometimes we invite the drama. Sometimes we do it unintentionally like mm-hmm. sometimes we do it intentionally because yes. we want a particular response and sometimes you, we don't realize that we're we're looking for a response because that response fills a void for us that we never really took apart right you know what i'm saying we never really you know peel back the layers of why why is it that you know if 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 I'm with my partner and he's not responding to me in a certain way, I have to like, you know, make some noise. Yeah, why do I have to You know, why do I shake the table right. in order to get that response? And why do we even want that type of and response? And why do we want that type like, of response? Like, why do we want a response that could lead to violence right. or mistreatment? Right. But then think about it. Even when you're 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 in school and when you're communicating with your peers, mm-hmm. you know, you, you have peers that are bullies. You have pairs that are, you know, that are jokesters. You have pairs that are just introverts that don't speak at all. You have pairs that, you know, um, they thrive off of popularity, um, how they rank with their money, with, you know, with whatever whatever it is that they wear, how they, their hair is, mm-hmm. you know, personality. So we, we have to look very, very deeply and understand what it what it means to to take accountability and say yes. I am the drama right. and this is the reason why I can identify with that particular statement because of X Y and Z. Yes, I think it's very important that it's okay to understand why you invite certain type of drama in, in, right. in your life, but then you have to also take the initial initial steps to now reverse that kind of behavior, unlearn that kind of behavior. So that way, moving forward, even if it is drama, it's good drama, it's healing drama, it's positive, it's it's something that that that's helping you grow as opposed to hindering your growth and keeping you stagnant to where you keep making the, the same, same mistakes, mistakes over and over mistakes again. Over and over oh, like we're again. saying today, right. you know, missteps, and and that and that takes a lot. You got to put your big girl drawers on to say that you are the drama. And you know what? Not all the time. Yeah. You know, like um, what's the dude I follow on Instagram? His line is. Sometimes, only sometimes. You know, I'm not always the drama. Sometimes. And again, that's why we're here today to own up to our missteps. And this is what I wanted to share to you Mm -hmm. as my friend. You know, it's been so long, Mm -hmm. but in the time that we've spent apart, you know, you've been through a lot of shit. This is something that we've shared. You know, I've I've had my share of bullshit too, but you've been through heavy, heavy stuff because you been going through all of you know these trials and these challenges while being a mother yeah. while working on an advanced degree you know while you know still maintaining a job and your sanity yeah. and these are the things that I've learned along the way and I'd like to pass them on to you Definitely. 
Um, honestly, I know that I probably have been labeled a know-it-all when it comes to love and romance because, again, like I said, of my experiences, and I don't ever want any woman in my circle that I love. Why go through shit if you don't have to? Like, there are things that I went through if I had had somebody stand in front of me and really tell me, like, just give me the real. Tell me what it really is. Instead of saying, girl, you should know better. A girl don't do this. Give me real advice. Believe so here's me, I've my... asked myself, you know, why are you putting up with this? But this is this is from me to you, yeah. okay? Listen to good advice. I mean real advice. Not the friends that sit when you're going through it and say things like, girl, fuck him. Girl, he ain't shit. That's not good advice. You need to listen to the friends who can look you in your face as a friend and say, listen, if you do this, you are going to fuck yourself up this way. You are going to ruin your kid in this way. You are going to lose everything you have if you do it this way. Honestly, honor that advice. Take that in. Like I said, not the bullshit friends that just want you to shut the fuck up. So they tell you, girl, just move on. Or if you like it, I love it. That is ill advice. Yeah. But when it comes to good advice, just listen. Even if you don't like it, go over it in your mind after it's given to you. But real friends give good advice. Yeah. Next, I've learned that you need to embrace the friends who share the experiences and don't just take notes. You know, yeah. we spoke about that before. Yeah. You got friends, or so-called friends, that you could probably say could tell you every detail about your life, but what in the world do you know about them? So true. And to me, there is no, where's the positivity in that? In that you should never have a circle of friends where, mm-hmm. like, I experienced that. You know, I'm going to give an example. I had a friend years ago where it seemed like if anybody asked her anything about me in the street, she could just spill all my business. Oh, yeah, Stella. I remember that time in seventh grade when she did this and she was messing with this dude who did that. And yeah, and then there was that time where she went through this and her grandfather had to come looking for her. And it was like, damn, she knew so much of my business. Yeah. But when it came to me, it's... Either I didn't know enough of her, her business or I didn't care to pry. Right. And again, I feel like she spent a lot of her time just taking notes on others. Right. Avoid friends like that. Yeah. Or if you do have, because sometimes friends like that, they have their good qualities. Mm-hmm. But as you get older, you learn to not share so much with them and you share the most with friends who don't mind and who sharing really mean you with well. you. Yeah, like really mean, mean you yes. Well. Friends that wish you well and it's an actual camaraderie. Like, girl, we cry together. Yeah. Like Issa and Molly, we talk about our shit together. Yeah. Oh, you had a bad day? Well, my day was even shittier. Not, oh, girl, you had a bad day? Tell me about it. Right. Mm-mm, you don't need that. Right. Um, another thing I've learned going along with owning up to your missteps you can avoid a lot of missteps with this knowledge when it comes especially to love romance relationships okay if it feels fucked up it, it is. is not it probably is it, it is. is i'm gonna keep it short and sweet. Call a spade a spade. it's a black ass spade yep. when love is good and like is right it feels right mm-hmm. If it feels, I always say if it feels cringy and shaky and it keeps you up at night and makes you wonder and makes you feel a little nervous, like, you you know, something's wrong with you, it ain't right. I'm not telling you what to do with that or leave whoever alone. Just own up to it. Know when something's not right and be able to look yourself in the mirror, no matter how long it takes you to get past it, but never leave your home every day when you're in the middle of some bullshit that feels like that. Never leave your home without saying to yourself, this shit don't feel right. Mm-hmm. Take it to bed with you. Take it to work with you. Walk down the street with it until it sinks in and you are at a point where you can let go. Yeah. And then what is the actual lesson 
that you've learned. Like we go through so much with men, with friendships, like battling with family. And it's like, I feel like we go through as much as we do. Look, sometimes because as much as we can detail it, Mm -hmm. we can sit at this buffet table today and have a tasty topic about it. We can't honestly say what did what what did we learn? Yeah. What did we take from it? You know, sometimes like I said, we can go into all these details, but the lesson that we learned was what? I think that the I think for me, the lesson will come when I have decided or you know, you know, as like because I mean life is a lesson. You know, you're constantly evolving, learning, you know, learning things about yourself that perhaps you didn't know, learning things about others that you perhaps didn't know. Even there's some things that you probably didn't even realize existed and, and boom, there, there you go. You have to learn about it and, you know, kind of teach yourself. I think the lesson will come when you make that 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 initial step to, to become involved with someone again and you see how your behavior is. And if you start seeing your behavior starting to mirror, you know, the kind of behaviors that you have, you know, um, shown in your past, then that, then that's kind of giving you your answer. Like you haven't really learned anything because now you're finding yourself arguing with someone over the pettiest things again, which is something that you can relate to because you might've done that in your past. Did you learn from it? No. Right. What is making you what bothers you that makes you feel like you have to argue about petty things? And that comes with self-reflection. Why Why does this one little thing bother me so much that it's transcending itself from one relationship to another? To right. Another, to what another. did you learn? You know, that's where the lesson is. The lesson right. is, am I, am, I just, am I holding on to things purposely? Because, because I feel like it holds something a little bit deeper than what is on the surface? Mm-hmm. Or am I just nitpicking? Am I being a brat? Again, the topic, am I being the drama? Am I the one that's creating the problems? Am I the one looking for problems? Mm-hmm. Because I can't just sit with a relationship that just does not, is not problematic. Sometimes people just want to invite the problem because not having a problem doesn't seem normal. And yeah, it gets boring. It I gets, swear to and, God. And, and to me, I feel like, yes. quite frankly, I'm I, I, that. you know, you don't, some people will look for a problem they would look for something wrong because they just feel like it's too perfect but there's no such thing as something being too perfect yes sometimes if it's good it's just good love and enjoy but you know what good i think that happens when you get used to the other side right exactly you get used to things and that's the lesson so imperfect and you know what that's the lesson like i i I needed to hear that that's the lesson i I just you know what I, i needed to say um Thank you. I'm getting emotional because it has been two years. And honestly, tasters, I'm sitting here having this buffet of a tasty topic with my friend. And it feels like no time has passed between us at all. And I just want to thank you, Kay, (laughs) for no matter how much time has passed (laughs) between us for the friendship, the the sisterhood. And um, I'm going to throw out some missteps that I'm owning up to out here um i would say since the end of the summer i probably put on about 10 15 pounds <laughs> and um you know for people may say that that's not a lot of weight but i remember a lady told me this years ago in the gym if you think that a uh, extra five pounds ain't a lot just think about how light your groceries get when you get rid of a five pound bag of sugar <laughs> so basically i am bigger than um three five pound bags of sugar i'm owning up still to look good thank you thank you you know but i don't feel real good i'm owning up to that misstep and you know what just letting the stress of you know th- th- this crisis this pandemic whatever they're calling it now get to me. Remember, that's a pound or two, too, that you're carrying. Yeah, I'm carrying the weight of that, and I'm owning up to that. I have done a lot of slacking Mm -hmm. just in life right now, and when I know better. So, again, I'm owning up to my missteps, and I'm glad that we were able to have this conversation today. I'm glad that I came to having you as a guest again. Yes. And, um, you know what? Since you're here, let's play a little game of 
Never have I ever. Oh, I'm gosh. not sure. Well, you 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 are <laughs> yes, a yes, listener. Yes, yeah. So I'm gonna get into it now with all the toxic bullshit that we've been through with men and all that we've discussed. Have you ever, ever thought about getting with someone in your man's circle that you thought would be a better catch? Have you ever considered it if you could have gotten away with it? Have you ever seen someone in your man's circle that made you look at him and say, damn, it should have been him, and if I could, I would. Have you ever, have you I ever? I have, I have, I have, I have. Well, have you done it? No. <laughs> I don't think I want to live with that drama. Okay, but there has been somebody. But there has, there has been quite a few people that made, you say, um, that wow. made me say, time. if it was a different dimension in time. Ooh, and, a different dimension <laughs> You know, I definitely would have scoot scooted up to that. Okay. I mean, but then I always go back to that statement that I that I've always carried with me for you know practically all of my life if you have five chicken heads and your man is the sixth one <laughs> or if your man is hanging out with five chicken heads he the sixth one so it's like you know as much as I, I might desire someone in my my my, my man's circle I wouldn't I, I wouldn't say that they would be too much completely apart because I think that people that um well I want to stand corrected when I say that some you know we we're attracted to people that kind of mirror our you know our kind of behavior behaving in a sense maybe Sometimes. I could be reaching a little bit no you're not reaching, reaching because I get but what I you think mean. that I think that you know um you know some of some of the the people that you know, my ex-partner was around. I used to be, like, I would literally say, like, yeah, you need to hang around this person more. Because mm. I just saw a quality in that person that I you felt like my partner. A person. Right, because here it is. You have a friend that's upstanding. But then but when sure, I go the out with shit. them. Right, right. But then when I go out with them and I see, and then I see how they interact with women. And I mm. see how they, you know, they deal with women. It's just like, well, you know what? I think I'm kind of good with this light bulb because those two other light bulbs over there they might look good but they they still might not work you know so. okay so look basically you never have but you have considered it <laughs> yeah okay well that was fun yes. again i enjoyed having you here Kay. Thank you. i missed my friend and tasters if you have any topics discussions or if you're interested in being a guest on Tasty Topic Tuesday, please send all inquiries to Ms. Ironbox at gmail.com. That's M-I-Z-I-R-O-N-B-O-X at gmail.com. And I really enjoyed myself at today's Tasty Topic Buffet. Yes, Stay safe, mask up, own up to your missteps. Goodbye. <laughs>